I am Johnny Massacre and welcome to the Johnny Massacre Show. This is the Monday Night Massacre. On tonight's show, World War Three is coming. Russia versus Ukraine gets real. In other news, Bill Maher adds to the crumbling COVID narrative. A trans swimmer destroys the female division. Trump Truth Network about to launch. And finally, Vince McMahon is fucking ripped, even in his 70s. Who's fucking with me? Give me a hell yeah! So I hope you're ready for World War 3. I'm ready. It's going to be amazing. Shit's getting real. On last Friday's Johnny Massacre show, I did bring you news about mounting Russia and Ukraine tensions. And now the narrative has developed and there's a lot of news about this. Left, right and center. It looks like something might be happening over in Ukraine. MSN says anxiety in Ukraine as Russia and NATO bolster forces blame each other with more than 100,000 Russian troops massed near the Ukrainian border. The US government ordered the families of American staff members to leave the country's capital Kiev. The State Department advised all private US citizens to do the same along with American non-essential embassy personnel. Now this is bad. America is telling all US citizens to get out of Russia they wouldn't do that if there wasn't a real threat there. Obviously, after Afghanistan having left loads of people behind, mainstream media buried that one. They don't want another PR disaster on their hands. So this this is not good news, people. It really isn't. The article says Moscow has denied a British government intelligence report suggesting that President Vladimir Putin wants to install a puppet government in Kiev. But with his forces now deployed on three sides of Ukraine, American officials say Putin has the capacity to launch an invasion at any point. Though they remain uncertain as to whether he's made the decision decision to do so. The Kremlin has sent mixed signals. Moscow denies any intention to invade Ukraine, as it did in 2014, but has warned repeatedly of unspecified military action if Putin's demands, most notably for NATO to rule out accepting new members in Eastern Europe, including Ukraine, are not met. So NATO is basically America affiliated. And if Ukraine joins NATO, then Russia probably feels that America is encroaching on its territory. America has invested billions of dollars worth in Ukraine, giving them military hardware and stuff to keep Russia in check. So if Russia take over Ukraine, they're basically going to nick loads of America's shit. I mean, that's already happened with Afghanistan. So maybe Putin's feeling frisky. He thinks if Afghanistan can get away with it, nick $80 billion worth of the finest American hardware, then Russia can definitely do it. But as you can see, it's not looking good over in Ukraine. There's a whole mixture of headlines about this and they all point towards something rather negative. Yahoo News, they come with the headline, Biden touts total unanimity with European leaders after call on Russia, Ukraine. President Biden on Monday said he and European leaders are in agreement following a call to discuss strategy in response to Russia's military buildup along the Ukrainian border. I had a very, very, very good meeting. Total unanimity with all the European leaders. We'll talk about it later, Biden said, probably turning away and showing his bald crown after a previously planned meeting with administration officials to discuss lowering prices. Biden met for 80 minutes early Monday with European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, European Council President, French President, British Prime Minister, German Chancellor, fucking every cunt in the West met with Biden to discuss the looming threat of Russia. So the whole of Europe is basically getting together, which makes me feel a little bit better about things. But this is fuck this is world war type shit. You saw the leaders of all the main European superpowers coming together to work against Russia, potentially invading Ukraine. So this could be a world war. What else can I say? The signs are good people. Lufthansa rescheduling flights in the wake of this 
Rising tension. Lufthansa reschedules some Ukraine flights amid Russia tensions, according to MSN. They have rescheduled at least two flights to Ukraine this week in one of the first changes to air traffic since the latest step up in tensions between Russia and the West. Nothing to see here. Not looking good, really, is it? So Fox News ran with this headline. They say NATO sending fighters ships to the region, UK to withdraw some staff from embassy in Ukraine. European Union aims to show united front in face of what it sees as Russian aggression. You see, the Russians, right, in World War II, they were with Hitler. They were with Hitler and they fucked over loads of people. And then they thought, hang on a minute, we're going to change sides. So basically, historically, you cannot trust Russia. UK also pulling people out of the Ukraine. More signs showing you that something is happening with Ukraine and Russia. And this shit isn't good. Going over to the Daily Fail, they say countdown to war. Boris warns Putin invading Ukraine would be painful, violent and bloody as UK pulls Kiev embassy staff. But brazen Russia announces military exercises off Irish coast. Russia will hold live fire naval drills in February around 150 miles off the Irish coast, Dublin has revealed. Ireland says exercise, which is outside its territorial waters but within economic zone, is not welcome. Drill forms part of wider Russian exercises in Atlantic, Pacific, Mediterranean, North Sea, fucking everywhere. Comes amid troop build-up near Ukraine that has sparked fears of a war in Europe and an east-west standoff. So... British Prime Minister saying things are not looking good. He actually delivered the stark message as he admitted that the prospects of averting a confrontation in the area were gloomy. Boris Johnson, he says the chances of averting a conflict are gloomy. Should we have a look at the world map just to show you how hardcore shit is getting? So... Russia, look, they got fucking everything. Can't you be satisfied with your barren, frozen wasteland? No, you can't. So Belarus, Belarus are basically in bed with Russia. And look, they want a piece of Ukraine. If they fucking get Ukraine, man, that look, they're encroaching on all of the decent countries in Europe. France, Germany, Austria. Suddenly, we're kind of looking quite hemmed in if they get a hold of Ukraine. Also, notice how Ukraine is basically a gateway to the Middle East. Uh, which is pretty much a dump. You wouldn't want to go there on holiday. I'm just joking. It's fucking amazing. But the point is, it's nice to have that corridor so we can get across if shit pops off over here. So Ukraine, you can see how this will form a plug with Belarus, like a buffer against Russia and basically the Middle East. So fuck, that's not looking good for us at all. I think we need to get our dicks out, slap it down on the table and say, Putin, no, none of this shit. So shit's getting real over in Russia. I'm Johnny Masker. And if you're just joining us, we're discussing World War Three, triggered potentially by Russia invading Ukraine. But if you've been watching from the beginning, stop your grinning and drop your linen. Donate some cash and let's keep winning. Streamlabs.com forward slash Johnny Masker. The more you donate, the more of these videos you're going to get. Only one week to go, seven days to make $475. Can you chip in now? Fuck Disney Plus. Fuck Netflix. They're stock tanked the other day, lost 25% of its value. It's all about the Johnny Massacre show. Don't give those wankers your money. Give it to me. I'll give you the unbiased news with a bit of spice Monday to Friday. So in other news for tonight, crypto is crashing. Yes, it is true. You might have seen these headlines as well. It has been a pretty dark weekend for crypto over on CNBC. 
They say $130 billion wiped off crypto markets in 24 hours as Bitcoin Ether dropped to multi-month lows. Bitcoin and Ether are more than 50% from their all-time highs and trading at their lowest level since July. The movements in cryptocurrency markets have been correlated to the selling seen in high-risk assets like technology stocks as investors prepare for tighter monetary policy from the US Federal Reserve and higher interest rates. So yes, America, thank you. Fucking up supply chains, having ridiculous lockdowns and restrictions in your most lucrative states like california and new york city fucking up the economy everywhere crypto is decentralized but even that isn't unaffected by america's horrific economic policy right now russia making noises about banning crypto on top of invading ukraine so that obviously has contributed to 130 billion dollars being wiped off the crypto currency market see, if you if you want to see what this looks like just out of curiosity all you need to do is google like bitcoin value and although it has taken a massive knock if you look at its value over the years it's not as bad as some of the headlines are making out so if we look at the five year value of crypto you can see around 2020 that's when it really exploded and it, it had this massive peak and then it kind of went down and then it had a peak again and then it went down again but really if you compare its value to where it was back in the day it still f made massive fucking gains and it doesn't look like it's it's going to continue to go down necessarily but the thing you can say is it's volatile people said that crypto is like the digital gold i don't fucking think so i don't think so it's uh, it's much more volatile than gold. But if you fancy a flutter, if you want to take a risk, then be my guest. But this is true. A lot has been wiped off the cryptocurrency market. My prediction is that America will ban crypto sooner rather than later. And that's really when you're going to see its value tank. I think the Federal Reserve being able to print up magical money from the magic money tree, fiat money, to give to the banks, which obviously creates loads of corruption, will eventually see the demise of crypto because if America can't control the main currency in use, then any other currency in use is a threat and it will destabilize the dollar. And so eventually I think they're just going to get rid of it and make their own cryptocurrency, which they can manipulate and they will not have a finite amount. That is my personal prediction. In other news, Bill Maher, who is a leftist, who's my favorite leftist, because he does come out against all the woke shit. He is a classical liberal. He has come out and he started to attack masks and boosters and stuff like that. And this is awesome because the left kind of listened to him quite a lot. And you've seen the COVID narrative is crumbling left, right and center on all parts of the political spectrum at the moment. And Bill Maher just adding to the crumbling narrative. I really like this. Bill Maher, according to realclearpolitics.com, says, I don't want to live in your mask paranoid world anymore. Let's see exactly what you had to say. Take it away, Bill. What you got for us, Bill? Come on to the Johnny Massacre show, mate. We'll take good care of you if this shitty YouTube video will ever fucking load. Oh, let's, uh, let's reload this shit. Reload, reload, reload. Here we go. Come on, Bill. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to thank you. It's wonderful to see your beautiful masks again. 
still with this shit. Yeah, I know. Some, so much has changed. We haven't been on for a couple of months. So much has not. I had a birthday yesterday. That changed. Uh, I, I don't... No. <laughs> Please. So, I, I don't see myself as getting older. I see myself as becoming a, a milder variant. Yeah, I got a new variant. Well, you know, the, today, January 21st, this is the two-year anniversary when they found the first case in America, 34-year-old man in Seattle, yes. And I got to tell this guy, stop putting patient zero on your Tinder profile. It's impressing them. <laughs> but <laughs> but we, we didn't have Omicron when we were here a couple of months ago. That's the new one. And that one's very... Milder, much milder. We should be celebrating this. <laughs> but, of course, easier to, very easy to catch. It's like, it's like the Candyman. Just to say its name five times, you can get this shit. <laughs> uh, but mild. Well, most people don't even know they have it. You know, it's a milder thing. It's like, you know, it shoots its viral load, and you go, wait, did you? <laughs> So, anyway, hopefully we're getting out of this shit soon. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't take it much more. And by the way, if you are uh, two years in, if you're one of those people who didn't get it at all, any, and, well, you must, be, you must be very diligent, very careful, and you have no friends. <laughs> Would be my guess. No, I can't. <laughs> now, this, it's just gone on too long. Nobody cares anymore. The, last night, the Grubhub delivery guy was eating my French fries right in front of me. I mean, it, <laughs> too long. <laughs> People want to know when I can, when can I get back to not going to the gym? <laughs> it's ridiculous, you know. You, I'm t- I don't want to live in your paranoid world anymore, your masked paranoid world. You know, you go out, it's silly now. You know, you have your mask, you have to have a card, you have to have a booster, they scan your head. <laughs> like you're a cashier and I'm a bunch of bananas. <laughs> I'm not bananas, you are. Whatever you think of Bill Maher and his comedy, he's exactly right. Nobody cares anymore. No, no one gives a fuck. Not wanting to brag, but I haven't given a fuck for the last two years. But I think pretty much everyone else doesn't give a fuck anymore. Whether you're on the right or left of the political spectrum, or even if you're not interested in politics, nobody cares anymore. And it has gone on too long. But the people who care are the unelected bureaucrats who want to dictate world policy, such as World Economic Forum, Soros, Schwab, all those people see coronavirus as an excuse to enslave us, to push through digital IDs and shitloads of rules and giant government centralization so that's why it's still lingering around it's all about money big pharma are woven into all of that and that's basically what's going on and the more people that wake up the better the more people that just get tired of it the better going through twitter at the moment mate nuts shit is going on there was the kind of freedom rally in washington where malone and rogan spoke fucking thousands of people turned up for that there are mad protests going on all over the world austria germany all different kinds of places 
at the moment in Canada, there's there's something like 70 kilometers of truckers who've created a blockade that's fucking the supply chains even more. Even soy boy blackface Trudeau's come out to condemn it. It's awesome. And people are realizing how to stop this. Get All the people get together and stop the supply chains and strike. It's going to end quicker than you can fucking blink or recover from COVID, which is pretty fucking fast. So COVID narrative is crumbling. Even Bill Maher coming out and saying it on a leftist show. And that's good news because the left are the people who are pushing it the most. Because as I said, coronavirus is an excuse for tyrants to consolidate their power and, and hoover up power. And the left have loved that for the last couple of years. And so when someone of the left like Bill Maher comes out against it, I want to talk about it. And that that is a good sign. In other news, Trump's... Oh, fuck. Are we really going to go with this? Okay. A trans swimmer has destroyed the female division. This is some crazy shit. Look at this. Penn's, Pennsylvania's Leah Thomas wins 100 meters, 200 meters freestyle races against Harvard. Thomas finished his 100 meter race in 50.55 seconds. In the 200 meter race, he won in 1 minute 47.08. Penn swimmer Leah Thomas came away with wins in the 100-meter and 200-meter freestyle races. The victories came days after the NCAA updated its policy for transgender participation and how it will be determined on a sport-by-sport basis. So Thomas basically smashed all the women because he's a man. Quote, based on the new NCAA policy put out on Wednesday, there is nothing that would preclude Leah from racing in March at the NCAA championships. There is a framework, some guidance, but nothing that anybody would recognize as a line in the sand threshold. What does that even fucking mean? Vague political language. Everyone tiptoeing around transgenders, the bringers of the apocalypse, the metaphorical stay puff marshmallow man, those that were chosen to bring about the end of the world through Marcusean philosophy and critical theory philosophy. Yes, the trans. Not all trans people want to bring about the end of the world, but the ones that dislike America and their country have been chosen as the destructors of everything good, decent and normal. In this case, swimming. Women now are going to be reduced to the stands clapping at the men like they were a hundred years ago because woke leftist ideology in America's own twisted cultural revolution that supersedes everything else, common sense, science, and reality itself. This is the man competing in the women's events. Look, this fucking massive man. What the actual fuck is going on here? By calling this out, no one's trying to erase trans people. That is a straw, man. That is a straw. Ziza, Zim. It's not about that at all. We want you to have a happy life and be accepted just as anyone else's. But you cannot shift and bend reality. If you can do that, then anyone can shift and bend reality to whatever anybody wants. And that's really what this is all about, getting you to deny reality in front of your very eyes so politicians can get away with murder and rebrand it as something acceptable. So this is what's going on in high-level elite swimming races. Men are now allowed to compete in the women's sports and women are getting decimated for it and women's sports are being destroyed. What do you think about this? I would love to hear in your comments below. A few trans people watch this show. They're some of my good mates. I'm interested in what they think about it as well. Please leave your comments and we can all enjoy them and speak respectively, respect, respectably, speak in a respectable manner and let's have a good meaning, well-natured discussion. Now next on the Johnny Massacre show... 
Trump's true social network is coming. It's coming in the first quarter of 2022. It's nearly here. And there's this little news article on it on Fox Business. They say, Trump truth social developing content moderation practices to ensure family-friendly community. We want this to be a very safe place, Nunes said. When Truth Social launches later this quarter, the Trump Media and Technology Group's social media platform will already have stringent content moderation practices in place to ensure it is a family-friendly online community. Okay, so... Hmm. Quite simply, you're going to see a lot of people on the left come out and attack this and attack Trump as being hypocritical because he said you want free speech... And you want a place where you can say anything. But then this press release is saying Truth Social is developing content moderation. Now, don't let the left spin this into that kind of narrative. Because having content moderation and making it family friendly is different from exiling your political rivals and banning someone for their political opinions. Quite simply, all Truth Social, Trump's social network has to do to avoid falling into the same pitfalls as the censorious leftist big tech is to quite simply only censor things which call for violence and call for literal harm, going out and attacking people. Any mean words should not be called harm. Any criticizing of any supposedly protected groups should not be called harm. Only calls for violence, literal calls for violence, and overt and obvious racism. Anything else I think should be allowed, uh, depending on the age restriction settings. And I think if they instigate that, then... I don't think the left can really criticize that as hypocritical. Every platform needs some kind of content moderation. You can't have people on there posting porn or talking about, you know, like crazy, crazy, ridiculous sexual stuff and violence and stuff like that. So whatever platform it is, you need to have things in place that respect the American Constitution and respect the laws about violence, literal violence. The left conflate anything they don't like, any criticism as harm and violence. And that's where the problem lies. So anyways, Trump's social network is coming. It will be released in the first quarter of 2022. And it's, I don't know, man. I mean, a social network basically created by the president, it's going to be pretty biased, isn't it? Imagine if Biden made his own social network. But then on the other hand, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, especially Twitter, they basically are Biden's social network. All of the news sources on there are massively pro-Biden. They're just propaganda wings of the American government. So will this be any different to Twitter, but basically in an inverse way, appeasing and appealing to Republicans and conservatives? I don't think so. So finally for tonight, Vince McMahon, owner of WWE, is fucking ripped. He's 76 and apparently he's doing workouts at 3 a.m. I love this guy because I used to love watching WWE. I used to love Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold. He was basically the, the most fun entertainer ever in wrestling. And the owner of Vince McMahon, he used to come in and help weave the narrative and storyline himself. And he was so funny. You, you've all seen the memes and gifs of Vince McMahon sitting back in that chair, orgasming, falling back in his seat. It's so funny. So I love Vince McMahon. And it, he's just fucking ripped. Look at this. Big Mac, say the sun.com. WWE owner Vince McMahon, 76, has 3 a.m. workouts with personal trainer after Raw and SmackDown shows. He's a meathead. Let's see what he's doing. I haven't watched this video. Oh, yeah. Look, it's a 76-year-old. Smashing it. At 3 a.m. No excuses. 
little, little vanity promo video for Vince McMahon there. But he's 76. I know people who are 70 and they got a little belly and they, they say they can't really do a lot of exercise. Man, there's no excuses. Look at this guy. Vince McMahon, owner of WWE, ripped as fuck 3 a.m. workouts. I'm sure having millions of dollars in personal trainers does help a bit. But I thought that was cool and I just wanted to show it to you to inspire all of my over 70 videos to get in the gym and get fit. Don't overdo it, my friends. But really, there are no excuses. I want you to live a long and prosperous life. I've been Johnny Masker and I tell you what, mate, you better be back for the next episode. Otherwise, I'll be coming around your house. Please make sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell because that is what all those other cunts tell you to do. Laters.